What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Action Park Media. rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hey everyone, welcome back to Shenanigans. We are back in studio, but our guest is all the way across the country in Jersey. We have the gorgeous Dolores Catania. How are you? Good. How are you? I did not see. Let me see how cute you look. Oh my gosh. Do you want to see how huge I am? Yes. That's nothing. Wow. You're so cute. I love it. Are you ready to go or what? Thank you. I'm not even close to ready. No. I mean, she's getting ready. She's got four more weeks to cook, but I am not, I'm not ready yet. I just had a checkup with my doctor and I was telling him, I said, yeah, my mom asked last night if I've packed my hospital bag yet. And I'm like, no, I haven't packed my hospital bag. And he's like, well, now you need to be ready. I'm like, we haven't even moved into our place in LA yet. We can't move in for another week and a half. Oh, you have a place in LA? Yeah. All good things happening. Yes. But the move-in date keeps getting pushed. So I'm like, I'm not ready yet. You'll yeah, never well, be ready. guess what? It doesn't matter because when she's ready, exactly. that's the way it's going to be. Nobody's waiting for you to yeah. pack your bag. No, I know. So my mom's coming down this weekend. She's going to help me get as much together as I can. But um, yeah. Also, I don't know. Have you have you met Jamie before? We've never met. No. Okay. Hi, so, you, Jamie. Hi. hi fellow Jersey girl is my yeah. co-host. Oh, there you go, girl. Where are you from? Bergen County, um, right next to Paramus, small town town called Maywood, right I next know to Maywood Jen. very well, right by Old Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you from Patterson I, I, originally? I am from Patterson originally, yes. Okay, so that's where I would buy my fake IDs, <laughs> right on oh, Main Street. Well, of course. You can buy a lot of things there. It has the best heroin around. <laughs> I, I didn't partake in that. <laughs> Thank God. I'm glad that you did it. However, a lot of people go to Patterson for a lot of different things. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being here. I've been so excited to talk to you. This season is so good, as always. And did you see the season? Isn't it good? It's so good. Yeah. The episode this week, the way it ended with To Be Continued. So oh. many questions. I love okay. your tagline this season. I'm loyal and I'm lovable, but don't you dare call me gullible. 
Did you, you get what that means, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I've always wondered, do you get to make up your own tagline? Do you give like suggestions or suggestions brought to you and you kind of get a pick one? You know what? It's so funny because they'll ask us for suggestions and then we send them in and they never use them once. <laughs> so they make us think that we have a say in it when we don't. So no. You know, I think it's the way they added it, right? Yeah. So although it's true, it's not scripted and everything. But I guess the way our storylines play out will determine what kind of tagline we're going to have. Oh, okay. That makes sense. What's been your favorite right? tagline? Right? It makes so much sense. What's my favorite? That you've had, yeah. Behind every strong man is a stronger Jersey girl. Yeah, I like that one. I like this one too. I like this one too, because it really says a lot about how the season is going and what people think of me. I mean, you know, I'm not a dumb girl yet. I have a lot of people judging me on my relationship. But Sheena, would you not take advice from me? I 100% would take advice from you. I would love advice from you. You seem so wise. Yeah, give us some (laughs) advice. (laughs) Well, you don't need any right now. Everybody's good. But if you need it, you know, you could call me. I've been through so much. So to have people that haven't been through a quarter of what I've been through questioning, do I really know what's good for me? Don't worry, I got it. And, you know, it's funny because friends that you're close with, I feel have the right to have an opinion in your life. I respect them for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there's a fine line that you see gets crossed. Wait, you're going to say. Yeah. Tell us any more about that. Did somebody cross a boundary with you? A close You'll friend? You'll see. <laughs> oh, well, I Not mean, a I felt like this week's episode, Melissa was really poking when you guys were at the Jersey Shore house. Did you get that vibe at all? Well, she was asking very sexual like about, questions. Yeah, like and- how many times a week do you have sex? And she was just Wait. like... So that wasn't, um, that wasn't the shore house. That was David's house. The one that I built. Oh yeah. Okay. That was at your event. Right. Gotcha. My event. Okay. But yeah. The yeah. Shore house comes later. You're right. right. Same There's episode. House is in it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So was that kind of a little annoying that she just kept poking or because you guys are so close, it's okay for her to ask those type of questions. So I don't love it. You know, I, I don't, I don't love it in the way it was done. So it's all in presentation, right? If we're all sitting around a table and we're girl talk, right? Yeah. It was a little much for me this weekend. And I still don't feel like anybody's coming from a bad place. No. Even when they're sticking it to me. Right. I just feel like it's out of ignorance more than it is anything. Or is it out of trying to get a storyline? Like, do you, can you tell the difference when someone's poking you with the cameras on versus just regular girl talk? No, I got to be honest with you. Like, there's a lot of different, like, Sheena knows what I mean by this, too. There's a lot of people that are like that in this business, but it's not a lot in housewives, Jersey housewives. I could see that because Jersey's real. Yeah. You know, we, you I, know. it's my I know. favorite out of the entire franchise. Y- yeah. It so, is, Sheena. Oh, 100%. So, do you know how I got like introduced to the Jersey franchise? So uh, it was my first season on Vanderpump Rules, and we used to have these big upfront events, and it was an all like Bravo network event. I had never seen any show on Bravo. I'm so new. This is like 2013, 2012. Like we're fresh on the show. And at the time I wasn't getting along with any of my cast. I'm at this event by myself. You had a rough show. Oh yeah. It was so hard. 
So I'm not talking to any of them. I'm just there by myself with a bunch of people on TV shows I've never seen, never heard of, like brand new to this network. And I'm just kind of hanging out by myself. And these two guys come up with the thick Jersey accent and are like, why are you over here by yourself? Like, come and hang out. And it was Joe Gorga and Richie, Kathy's husband. And I have no idea who these guys are. And so I'm like texting my mom. And I was like, I think these guys might be on like the Jersey show based on their accent and I was like okay this one and I'm like describing them I was like one of them's wearing glasses the other one and she's like okay it sounds like that's like Joe and Richie and I'm like okay what should I know about them they bring me over introduce me to their wives I met Priscilla who to this day does my makeup every single time I'm in New York yeah yeah no she's she's amazing Priscilla And um, she was probably starting out not too far before you. Yeah. Right. And it was just. How long have you been involved with this now? That's got to be a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, we shot our pilot 10 years ago and then we got. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We were starting out the same time on air 2013, but we shot our first season 2012. So it's been like a decade and that's uh, a lot yeah and I had never seen the show before but after I met everyone who is currently on the show I was like I have to watch this show and it's just been my favorite ever since because they were just so Aww, welcoming because you were they embraced you and that's a lot how yeah. Jersey is I love it yeah I feel like it's Sheena's different. like yeah Sheena could be like an honorary Jersey girl just because of the way she was raised you know her family is so close and her mom is an amazing mother and f- she treats friends like family and I just feel like in Jersey that's what we do you know mm-hmm. and we're right. very loyal these bitches in LA they don't know how to be loyal these hoes ain't loyal <laughs> they don't know you can't teach that like you can't become a Jersey person or, or loyal like the two of you and then go somewhere and expect other people to be like you so you just have to handle it the way it is yeah because once you leave this area I, I haven't found much of what we have outside of this area but I see it in Sheena like you said right Thank and you. that's why I love her. Yeah, that's why we're best friends. Yes. Good. I'm glad that you found each other. Yes, It's definitely. necessary. So who are you closest with out of all of the ladies? Well, I'm very close with Teresa, of course. We've been friends forever. Yeah, I love um, that. Margaret, Teresa, Margaret. Um, Jennifer, I speak to also, you know. So Teresa, Margaret, Jennifer, Melissa is very busy. She kind of stays to herself more, I feel like. She's not like a talker. Melissa's not one to be a talker. But yet, she, we were just out to dinner the other night. And I just saw her two hours ago. We were doing confessionals. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a problem at this moment with no one. I speak my mind and then I move on. Yeah. Until it gets to be too bad. And there's always a part where it gets to be a little too bad. You For know, sure. that day comes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to know, how did you and Teresa meet? And yeah. how, how long have you actually been friends for? We've been friends since we're like 16. So we grew up in Patterson together. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And we knew each other peripherally. And then we became much closer as we got older. You'll see on this episode, Teresa coming to my shore house, basically when I was pregnant for Gabby 25 years ago. I loved seeing the old photos of you guys too. That's so awesome that you can stay. I mean, I have friends from childhood who are close in my life, but I love seeing that on a TV show as well, that like you guys have just, you have that history and you've known each other for so long. We made a deal not to let this come between us when we realized that that could happen. Yeah. So Teresa and I always stay close and we have our moments because true friends do. 100%. Yeah. 
But when you can stay friends after that, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Did Teresa recommend you for the show? Is that how you got on? No, the show, I was actually on the show the first season, 10 years ago, because we hung out together every Thursday night. Me, Dina Manzo, Teresa, Caroline, Jacqueline, we'd go out Thursday night girls night to like Pasties in the city by, mm-hmm. uh, what's, oh, um, 14th by, Street. you know, in the meatpacking yeah. district. Yeah. So... Apparently that's when like reality shows started and they had picked Jersey and asked the place where we got our hair done on Thursdays if they knew a group of girls. And they said, yeah, we know a group of girls. They go out on Thursday nights and that's it. But it wasn't the right time for me and I got off of it. No one knew what reality shows even were then. We didn't know what we were in for, right, Sheena? Oh my gosh, no idea. Yeah. Now you know. (laughs) You you, you all are trailblazers. Right? True. So kind of got out of it and Danielle Staub took my place. And because they found her getting her hair done, they went back to the salon. They're like, we're looking to cast. She was there. And then I always stayed a friend of. And as time went on, my kids got older. Then I, you know, it was time. I, I had to go through, I think, a lot in my life in that span of time. I guess it was six or seven years. I went through a lot. I have so much more to offer now. Because if I was on the show, I would have had a different experience. And my life wouldn't be the same as it is now. And I wouldn't trade anything that I have right now. It's a time in your life where a decision is going to change the trajectory of your life. Totally. Yeah. And that's amazing that you had that awareness. But I feel like your story is kind of reversed from the typical, you know, I feel like you got married very young and then divorced with two kids. And now is your time to have your freedom and your independence as opposed to when you were younger. So what is it like to just kind of experience all of that now? To experience it with the knowledge that I have about things. It's different when you've been through so much. Like, I'm not going to... Oh, I look make at the mistake, I know I'm... Aww. This is dog. <laughs> so if I make a mistake, I know... I pretty much know I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, there's... At this point, your gut is so, like... Your instinct and what you've been through. And, you know, you see something in somebody that you saw that somebody that screwed you over in the past. And you're like, I know that look. And I know that trait. And I know that question. So I wouldn't trade it. I like the way it is right now. I I think I'll be able to enjoy it more. I have a lot less worries and a lot less headache and more money. And, you know, I'm going to enjoy it in a different way than I would have back then. Not to say to have a young experience isn't great. I did it. So I was divorced by the time I was 28 with two kids. Wow. Wow. I wasn't even married yet. I, yeah. I was out at Pastis when I was 28, <laughs> living the single yeah. life in New York City. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So Can you imagine? I wanted to congratulate you on the award we saw you receive. So Thank can you, you tell us a little more about what the Pink Ambassador Hope Award is? So the Pink Ambassador of Hope Award is, what happened was I did an event one day, Sheena. I was invited to the Pink Runway to host it with Margaret. And I I rarely say no if I can go. And it was an amazing event. I went there thinking it was going to be like all the other events that we do and everything. But the Pink Runway is women who have battled cancer or who have breast cancer get on the runway. And it's like to show there's beauty after a mastectomy and chemo. And they literally go through hell. Mm -hmm. And I love that night. Like it, it changed me so so much. It was like no other event I had been to. So the people that ran it, my friend, Mike Brinkett, I said to him, I want to come and see the breast center because although everybody's journey was different, the story of how they were treated at this hospital was the same. And I I said, I need to see this place where these women go and, and the hope that they've given and the care that they've gotten and the doctors, like it was amazing. So I went, I fell in love with the place. So I just wanted to bring awareness. Since then, I've used my platform to say, 
to remind women to go for your checkups because early detection will save your life. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing because we get caught up. Listen, I've had so much plastic surgery before I go for my mammogram. I am not going to lie to your faces right now. Like, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I have had a tummy tuck, lipo. I just had lipo on every extremity. I'm dying right now, by the way. I'm in a lot. I have a new vagina. I have. Wow. I tell the truth, Sheena. I don't lie. <laughs> I know. I love that. I love when people own the procedures they've had done and don't act like, yeah, I just okay. woke up I've like this. I've had a facelift, facelift. I mean, you, but my butt, he took some fat out of my back, put in my butt again, made my butt round. Or, I'm yeah. hurting. I just had a nine hour surgery. Oh my gosh. But I've had four surgeries before I went for my last mammogram. I had a little scare. Stay tuned. You'll see that. And um, I just really just want to really stress to people like you guys have to take care of yourselves. Mm -hmm. And I see girls as young as your age. One girl at the pink runway, her boyfriend found a lump and she's being treated right now. But I thought I was infallible because I've been through so much in my life. Like nothing broke me. Frank Catania is calling me again. Sam, can you please tell Frank that we're divorced for 22 years, number one? And can you also, Sam's my assistant, and can you let him know that I'm on, you know, a podcast with Sheena? And, and we say I'll hello. Yeah, tell me say hello. <laughs> Brock, Brock wants to hang with Frank and get a drink next time we come to the East Coast. Please, please. Frank and Brock would love each other. I know. I can picture it already. Don't you love the guys on Housewives? Don't you love They're the, so the husbands good. They're so good. So good. They're the I best mean, husbands out of any show. And I just, I love that Frank is always around, you know, because I mean, obviously David works a lot, but the fact that Frank is there at boys night and going on trips with you, it's kind of like Frank's like one of the girls and one of the guys. Yeah. Right. But, but, but he but doesn't want to get involved. Yeah. He doesn't want to be fully into the drama and he, you know, yeah. that's, that's how Jersey people are. They're like, we're, I'm not going to blow up this person's spot. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But Bill blew like, up. I'm you know why? It's not being, Frank wasn't being disloyal to me by not telling me. Frank was being a man. Yeah. Now, he would be disloyal to me if there was something said about me mm-hmm. or if I needed to take care of something or there's something I should know. That's where the line is crossed. That's where he's like, I was told not to tell you this. I have to tell you because it involves you right. or me or somebody that we love. Different story. Yeah. However, you come back from guys night. I'm not going home and telling Frank and Tanya what me and my girlfriends talked about. Not one day. That's girl talk. You know what? Sometimes girls go home and tell their boyfriend or husband things because they want fucking attention. Sorry, can I swear? Oh, you can say whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stand that bitch that goes home and to get her husband or boyfriend's attention is going to tell all your secrets that you just told her. Right. Or be like, oh, so many guys came up to the table. One guy picked up the bill. Are you jealous? Like, I can't. Uh-uh. I'll go home and be like, no, nobody talked to us. Nope. Right. Was nothing. <laughs> Okay, so now being able to watch the show back, seeing the conversation of Guys Night and just seeing Joe B lie at the dinner table, what are your thoughts on that? Wouldn't you have? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I was just like, yeah. He I have to go by what <laughs> Margaret says. Uh-huh. Margaret says he that makes he only heard it because they were repeating it at the house because they were talking about the situation. Listen, we were all talking about it. Right. We were all talking about it amongst each other. I wasn't talking about it at the food store with the lady checking out my groceries, but I was talking <laughs> about it in the house. Like we, we were like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's Margaret is what Margaret said. And she's my friend. And I believe what she says. I love that. 
Yeah, it was a lot of shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. I was like, wait oh. till next week. I can't wait. I, I was like, oh. there's one point where Frank Catania just like sits there like a bouncer. Oh my God. Oh, oh, oh my God. You're going to notice like, you know, when family, you can't get involved in family fighting. Right. Mm-hmm. You cannot because you're on the outs. Just like some relationships, you you know, you have to really think twice before you tell your girlfriend something that she may not want to know. Yeah. Right. You're going to be on the outs. Me, I never give up my source. If somebody ever wanted to tell me something, even if I didn't want to know, I'm not going to go run back and say where I heard it from. Mm hmm. But I can't promise you anybody else is like that. Right. It just doesn't work like that. Do you think Teresa watching the show back now realizes that she was spreading a rumor? She didn't start the rumor because she kept saying, no, "No, I heard a rumor. I didn't spread it. But it was like, no, you, you didn't start it, but you did spread it. I know Teresa for as long as I know her. And I know it was in the forefront of her mind when she saw him. And she told us at the party. Okay. So Teresa's the kind of girl she's going to tell you what you want to (laughs) hear. I know. And I love that about her. I I would be more choosy on what I would say and to who. There's very few women can handle what you tell them. I happen to be one of them. Not that I'm tooting my own horn, probably because I'm so abused. But other people are not used to this kind of nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) So you really have to be careful on what you want to handle. Like, do you want to be kill the messenger? Do you want to be the one that's going through this? So it was a lot. I don't know if Teresa would do it again. Or if she's sorry she did it, I don't think she's sorry she did. (laughs) I I don't know. I just think like if there's something being said, it should just be said and get it out. You know? Right. The funniest thing I think in the whole episode, though, that she said was when she presents the vibrators and tells Jackie to shove it up up her her ass. ass. I was dead. I rewound. I was like, I need to watch that again. Can I tell you something about that vibrator that a friend told me? (laughs) That vibrator doesn't shut off. Somebody's knocking on the door. (laughs) Something's wrong with that vibrator. Have you tried it? No, but my (laughs) friends have. And it's like not for human consumption. It's like a jackhammer. What the heck is going on with this thing? The thing, it's funny. And you have a new vagina. You got to take care of her. (laughs) I am not wrecking my vagina for nothing now. (laughs) Have you tried any any of uh, Joe's sex toys that he's selling? Is that the only one? um, It's just that vibrator? Or or do they have a range? Oh, I don't know. Mm. I don't think that Therese is involved in that anymore. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, I it was, was a pretty vibrator, though. It, it was a big. That was pretty. Yeah. yeah it, was like it, a it looked like a powerful, like it construction workers tool. Yeah, yeah like, like a jackhammer. Like yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So we just saw your little doggy hop up. Is that one of Gabby's rescue dogs? No. So this is dog. I rescued dog uh, from a yard in Patterson. And uh, she was a little chihuahua in a cage. And the cage was left outside, just left outside. And I got the dog, not easily, but I got the dog. And it's not easy to do this kind of work with animals because when you see, I can't unsee something. Yeah. If I see something, I feel like I have to do something about it, especially when it comes to an animal. So it's really hard. I get a lot of things sent to me, a lot of things thrown at me. About three weeks ago, had to be four, right before my surgery. Somebody who owns a diner, their son died and their son had two dogs that were going to wind up being put in a shelter because they couldn't take care of the dogs. Mm -hmm. 
But these were domestic dogs, never outside. Little one was a dash hound, one was a shih tzu. They cannot be separated. So I was able to find them a home. But did I sleep until I found them? I was on my way into the OR texting somebody that took them. So it's not easy. It's sometimes there's not always happy endings. Right. And that's what's really hard for me. And my my daughter's dogs suck. They fucking suck. <laughs> why did she, okay? Why did she have so many on, on were there the five? episode? We, there were so many. Are those all hers? Four. Okay. Yeah, they're all hers. She got them on the island. Wow. They were brought to her by some. The one had Demodex. No, three had Demodex, which is like um, a parasite that lives on their eyelash that covers their whole body <gasps> eventually, and they itch themselves to death. They bite themselves to death. And she brought them back from the brink of death. And once she did that, she could not part with them. And then the little puppy she has, Tato, um, had swimmer's legs. So she saw it crawling across the street. Now, this is a third world country. So uh, she taught him how to walk and she did all this stuff and didn't part with that one. So Gabby has four dogs now and she's going for a residency in Texas. I was going to go. I'm like, yeah, I'm coming. I'll hang out in Texas. I'll see Go to jail. I'll do whatever. She's like, yeah, no, you won't because I'm dropping my dogs off. Oh, so is she still so vegan? I have nine dogs next week. Frankie drops his dogs off by me. His dogs wow. are angel baby. You have a full house. That's crazy. She, but right before the reunion, you know, right before the reunion, I have like lymphatic massages going on, facials, hair, nails, dress fittings. Where am I going with nine dogs? I'm going to show up at the reunion. I'm going to look like one of the dogs. <laughs> so speaking of your son. Yeah. Is he single? I'm asking for a friend. No. He actually has a girlfriend named Alexa Mall. She's very pretty. Okay. Very nice. Have you met her? I have many times. Uh, she's a good girl. She's very sweet to me. They appreciate her, but he needs someone who's going to put up with his work ethic. Frankie works like crazy and is now very close with Teresa's new boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And- let's. I want to ask about Teresa's boyfriend, but before we do that, let's take a little break. Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty! And we're back. Okay, so I wanted to ask about Teresa's boyfriend, because obviously I only see social media, but you said that your son and him are close. So He's like a mentor to Frankie. Okay. So not only do I know him as the most amazing boyfriend to my friend, like he fell off a cloud big time. You don't even know. Like, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous, the shit that goes on there. Beautiful boyfriend. Perfect. But if it was made in a lab, it couldn't be better. Wow. So that's that one side of him. Then I know the other side of him that he speaks to Frankie as a mentor. And he's amazing with little Frankie, like amazing. He's teaching Frankie about business. He's one of the most successful people we know, like big time. Unbelievable. How did they meet? I love that. She deserves that. She deserves that. Yes, she does. They met randomly just walking. 
Really? The old-fashioned way. Sheena loves See? the old-fashioned way. I love that when people just <laughs> meet in person. I mean, it works every way. You know, slide in the DMs, dating apps. Like, you meet people all different ways. But I just, I love when people meet the old-fashioned way. It's my favorite. Yeah, old-fashioned way. Aww. She asked her parents to send her someone, and she literally walked into the sky. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. We're happy for her. She deserves that. I know. I'm so fascinated. Speaking of relationships, I'm fascinated between Frank and David's relationship. Yes. Oh, is that something? So uh, David took care of Frank after his, was it his knee surgery? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I love that your ex-husband and your boyfriend are such bros and... uh, like, how did that even come about when, when they first met? Did they hit it off right away? Or was there a little trial period where, like, they had to get used to each no. other? So David is a acquired taste. David's, like, standoffish at first. He was very good with Frank because David's good with men. And, um, you know, I think that David's a guy's guy, believe it or not. Although he's so good with his patience, Sheena. Like, if he was delivering you, you would love him. He just, he's so good with his patience. But not that great with me. Like, I'm not going to lie about that. It's obvious. But, like, him and Frank get along very well. He can handle Frank. Frank is not an easy guy to walk in. I mean, Brock walks in a room and here we have like an intimidation. Like if I was like just some little guy, I'll be like, oh God, I got to stand next to this one. But <laughs> That's but, kind of the scene that's so going on, right? <laughs> with his 22 inch arms, tattoos, no dummy, had his own law firm for 25 years, very bright, you know, so he's got everything going for him, Frank Catania. He still has his family intact. He's though he's divorced and and it could be intimidating but not for David David and him liked each other right away he built that house for David yeah. That's, that's, that's unbelievable builder. to me, too. This whole relationship is fascinating. I know. <laughs> like, I can't, I just can't picture, like, my ex being so close with anyone I date. It's it's the dream. I don't know, like, how, how did you do that? <laughs> well, how I did it is I didn't tolerate any less. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not every man. This is not for every man. This is not for every woman. There's been maybe one or two women in Frank's life that couldn't handle our relationship. They didn't last. There were men in my life that were jealous and would use Frank for an excuse when they wanted to do something wrong or justify not treating me right. So they'd be like, oh, yeah, well, you're going to get back with your ex-husband anyway. Really? Because you you knew how this relationship was coming into it. But all of a sudden you do something wrong and that's the excuse you did. Don't play me. Mm -hmm, Don't play mm -hmm. me. I say the biggest mistake somebody can make is not to get along with someone's ex. Because nine out of 10 times, that person knows them better than you do. They're the last person they want to be with, right? (laughs) Right. That's (laughs) true. (laughs) So why not keep that ex close? Keep that knowledge and, and, you know, they'll give you a heads up like nobody else will. Even inadvertently, like you won't even have to ask, but sometimes you'll get information out of that person. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. Be confident. Yeah. If they wanted to be with that person, they probably could be. Uh Uh-huh. Right. You'll know the difference. There are some relationships that are not safe, that the person, they still screw around or there's still a love there, whatever, whatever. But you'll know the difference. Just give it a chance. Open your eyes to it. Like not every relationship, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So are you and David still living separately? Yep. Gotta stay that way. Yeah. Hey, whatever works. Stay tuned for that too, huh? I said, you know, whatever works. I'm actually good. I sleep with my dogs. I have a dog sitting over here that's the size of a man. You can't see him because he's a fugitive. <laughs> so I don't put him on camera because he's not supposed to be seen. So that guy I sleep with. But you know what? 
I'll sleep by David's tomorrow, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go there. I have to be because I'm two hours from my house. I'm at the shore house. This is the house where all the fights happen. Oh, Oh, yeah. So I'm renovating my house. Okay. And I could have moved in with David, but my he doesn't want my dogs there. I don't blame him. I have junkyard dogs. They piss and shit all over the place. Oh, my God. <laughs> David's like, his house is like an OR. However, could I stay by David's more? Yeah, I could. But I don't. Like, I'll stay in a hotel if I'm working in the city. Mm-hmm. I stay at the refinery or the palace. Those are my two homes. And um, tomorrow, though, I have a bunch of stuff going on. So I will sleep by David's house tomorrow night. And that's it. I have some clothes to get. nice so what is your schedule like because david says you're all over the place so what's a typical day in the life of dolores well it's different now so i just drove all the way i had a car pick me up i drove all the way to confessionals now i'm back here and it's been more peaceful here because i'm so far away but a day in my life is from the minute i put my feet on the ground till at night i don't stop constant phone calls constant social media constant running around It's just always something. My life has never been simple. Do I like to work out? Not that much. I I joined the gym down here. I I was working out until my surgery. Now I just want to just die right now because the pain is like crazy. (laughs) But I, I don't like to sit. I'm not a homebody. I never was. So there's always, always something to do. A meeting in the city, a podcast or something. But like I said, COVID kind of screwed everything up. Before pre COVID, had an apartment in the city. It was so cute. I was going to red carpets. I will walk in a room with a thousand people by myself, sit at a table of an event by myself next to like big hedge fund people, people I used to read about that I'd never think I'd know, be out to dinner with them. I mean, that's the life I was starting for myself. I loved it. And not every guy's going to tolerate that either, FYI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. they have to be super secure and independent themselves. Totally. So it looks like you found the right fit for you. So that's amazing. Yeah. For now. Yeah, for now. For, for now. now. <laughs> yeah. So how is he feeling about uh, the recent procedures you've had done? Don't even ask. <laughs> He's not, I told him, instead of telling him the day before I was going for plastic surgery, I told him three days before. He goes, are you serious? No. I, he opened up the conversation. He goes, so when's your next plastic surgery? I go um, in three days. <laughs> well, now that you he ask. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> he goes, no, sir. And we were getting along so well. I didn't want to bring it up. He goes, no, sir. No, no, that's not true. I go, yeah, yeah. Well, what are you doing? I go, I'm getting a thigh lift. I told him everything I was getting, but a vagina. Because he's big <laughs> on vaginas. Like, you shouldn't touch your genitals. <laughs> so I figure I'd hold off on that one. But now he doesn't want to see it. He's like, you oh. <laughs> I don't want him to see it right now. It's not ready. What's been He'll your favorite procedure you've had done? And are there any oh, that you tummy. regret? I regret nothing because I I find the best doctors. I go to the best doctors. Yeah. I regret not one. Thank God. Because if you regret a surgery, that means you need it fixed and you better have the money Mm -hmm. and a revision doesn't always take. So yeah, my tummy tuck was a big surgery, huge. And I love it, you know, but you got to live with the scar, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's a good scar, but it's still going to show my bathing suits. Like I'm thinking about going to Miami next week. So Ooh. Well, you look good in a bathing suit from what we've seen on the show. So whatever you're doing. Oh, that's another thing. I've never been in a bikini on the show. Like, I I usually cover myself up. And Teresa just made me get naked. I don't know. 
Well, <laughs> you looked good. I love that pool Thanks, party. Gina. Yes. I love Not seeing. Uh, is it okay, it? For uh, okay for 50? More <laughs> than okay. <laughs> so like, good. I mean, yeah, you're like Brock's crush. So, oh, he's so cute. <laughs> he heard me say that. He just looked. <laughs> he's oh, like, I need Brock. to say hi to my girl. <laughs> he's a cutie. Yeah. So cute. So Not that pool one. party, though. Tequila oh Jennifer. Oh my gosh. Has she ever, like, have you ever seen her like that? Not that bad. She shit and puked all over <gasps> her husband's Ferrari. Oh my God. I mean, she was on no, a mission that day to get fucked up. But she was, she's like Dolores. I was, I had diarrhea all night. Like, it was bad. He took care of her. He's a man. Yeah. He's a good man. Bill Aiden is a very good man. Yeah. I like that the first season on the show, you didn't really get to know him that well. But the more that he's been on it, I just like him more and more each season. You get to see so much more of his personality. And he just seems like a really great guy and husband. I mean, he's an amazing husband. And I'll tell you what I like about him. One word. He's loyal to her. He is so loyal. And I mean, loyal in the way that no one could talk about her. No matter how wrong she is, he has her back. You know, whatever she wants goes. A lot of guys will do that for you. A lot of guys with money will do that for you, but they won't be loyal too. They'll be like, I, I pay you to shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you are my equal. You've had my five kids. I don't want your job. Your job is harder than mine. And I give that man a lot of credit. Like he's a prince. Anyone who thinks like doing this type of job is easy. It's like, try it. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, try it. it's, it's like not, there's nothing normal about it. First of all, like living your private life publicly, there really is nothing private and then getting judged for it and then having to watch it back and then making up with someone and breaking up with someone and just like all of these things you have to relive. There's literally nothing normal about it. And, and then how about this? She reliving it and then everybody gets upset with each other again. And that I know because then you see what people are saying behind your back and it's just like all over again, this vicious cycle. And I think people look at us and just think like, oh, they're on TV. They're rich. They're famous. They have such an easy life. And it's like, there's there's nothing easy about doing what we do. But I mean, I do it because I want to put myself out there that if my story can help one person know that they're not alone in these struggles, then I feel like I'm literally doing the job I'm getting paid to do. And that's why right, I love exactly. it. But it's not always easy. No, no, it's not. For you, Dolores, you say that you're old school. So to me, that means private. And so how do you navigate that with being on reality? And was that maybe a hesitation for you to even get involved in reality to begin with? I'm not spontaneous. It was spontaneous to say yes, do the show and sign off. And I had a bad gut feeling back then, right? So just like I said, it wasn't the time. Is it hard for me? I know what I signed up for. I do. You know, what's a little bit easy is like I... I've lived a pretty clean life and I know that if something comes up, you better own it. There's no way around it. There's nothing. So privacy, here's what's hard for me. The people that like David, it's very hard for him. He does it for me. It's a struggle for him. As you see, he's uncomfortable in front of the camera. I don't want to burden the people in my life with it's my thing that I decided to do. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly what I signed up for, but I love it. I do love it. Sometimes I hate it. Sometimes I lose sleep. Sometimes you wish you're so nervous. Sometimes even on a podcast, if I said something, I'm like, oh God, here we go. If it gets that one little thing gets picked up and it's out, it's going to be on every fucking thing now. I'm going to get a phone call. 
here we go. But I, again, like I said, nothing's a surprise. I know what I signed up for. Yeah. There are certain people when, to this day, when I see their name pop up on my phone, I'm like, what did I do wrong? (laughs) What am I getting in trouble for? Like, I just get that pit in my stomach, that feeling, because I'm like, oh, it's just like, yeah. So Yeah. So like I'm old school and a lot of my principles and the things that I do and say, but, and like what I live by, but I'm also open to new things too. You have to be. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I love about Jersey, as opposed to any of the other Housewives franchises. Is that you're from here? Well, aside from being a Jersey (laughs) Italian girl myself, is I love to see you all cooking. And I've heard you refer to it as sauce and not gravy. So is that your stance? It's sauce? Stance is sauce. Okay. See, this is a Jersey thing where some people call sauce, like more, even more old school than Dolores or or myself. It's like my grandma from Italy would call it gravy. The Sunday gravy. Right. Like true. Yeah. Pasta sauce yeah. and gravy? Yeah. If you're pasta old, sauce old is school. Gravy. Mm-hmm. So then what do you put on mashed potatoes? That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> well, her grandmother from Italy wasn't eating mashed potatoes right. with gravy on it. That would Polenta, be disgusting maybe. to her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like maybe now, but she like gravy is like something you can put on steak or it's brown to me, right? Right. So yes, I say sauce. Have That's- you been doing a lot of cooking in quarantine? I, I've done some meal prep because I want to stay a little thin. I, I'm going to start doing the HCG diet again, which is 700 calories. So what? 700? Hmm? 700 a day? Yeah. So Holy what do you shit. eat in a day? I would be starving. Uh, you eat no sugar, no carbs. Uh, you have to wait out like six ounces of this or six ounces like of meat or fish. It has to be a certain kind of lean fish, lean meat, things like that. I've done it before. 30 pounds in 30 days. Injections wow. every day. Wow. Yeah, I use Elite Health Center for that. So um, I'm ready to do that again. How long? For reunion. So do you do that uh, for 30 days or longer? You cannot do it longer than that. Okay. Otherwise, your body gets used to it. Yeah. So um, it's actually a, a hormone that makes you think your body think it's pregnant. So yeah, okay. Because so you said HCG, and I remember having to check my HCG levels every week the right. first ten weeks of my pregnancy. Right. So what happens is if you go off that diet even a little bit, like if I eat one cookie tomorrow, if I started that diet today and I eat one cookie tomorrow, a chocolate chip cookie, I can gain three pounds. So it's a very strict diet, but it's doable. And, um, but during quarantine, we did cook a lot during quarantine. I gained a lot of weight. This was back when, and then also I got COVID at the end of January and I was home by myself for 15 days. So what do you do? You eat, right? Mm Yeah. Yeah. I was sick, don't get me wrong, but it was more of a cold sick. It wasn't like a stomach sick. So I was by myself. It's really hard and lonely. You don't realize how many, how the world can be so lonely when you have no human contact for 15 days in a house by yourself. Yeah, my sister had it around Thanksgiving and none of us could obviously be around her. So she went to my house in Palm Springs and she took her dog, but she was there for two weeks by herself. And if she didn't have her dog, she would have went crazy. I would have went crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're doing okay now. You look fucking fantastic. 
I can't wait to see all of your new interview looks this season. Mm-hmm. I just can't oh, end okay. the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. So I just finished my Fire. last one today. I repeated the pink one, the pink dress one. I love that look. You Thank seriously, you. your Instagram has been so on fire. Like I just comment gorge and fire emojis Aww, on everything you post. And then I'll see like Brock like looking at it and he's like, Did you see? I'm like, Yeah, my comments <laughs> right there. <laughs> yes. No, you are looking the best you've ever looked. And that just like that's something to like look forward to. Cause it's like, I mean, I'm gonna be 36, you know, and I'm like, okay, I could still look this good at 50. Like, I got time. Yeah. You're going to look better than me. I have been eating McDonald's and just like fucking potato chips and dip for like ever. And then I didn't work out. And Frank and Tan, you know, living with Frank and Tanya and little Frankie and Gabby's a vegan. They've been on my back a lot about health and mom. Why don't you go to the gym? And it was just never really my thing. Mm-hmm. Although I've gone sporadically here and there. And uh, you don't eat like I do, Sheena. So you're way ahead of the game. I'm... Eating a little more sweets, I've noticed being pregnant. My mom pointed that out the other day. She's like, you never used to eat pie. And I was like, well, I also never dated someone who made pie from scratch at home. Oh, He's such the chef, the baker. He literally does it all. So I'm like, I mean, I've put on... Over like 40 pounds, I think. I'm, I'm pregnant, obviously, so I have a reason to gain right. weight. But I'm like, is it that I'm just eating extra because I have such a good cook who I live with? I, I try to stay as healthy as possible, but also I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. What's another piece of pie going to do? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, when I go back home to Jersey, it's even harder because we have the best pizza, the best bagels. Like she's vegan. We can't get that out here. And and getting good vegan pizza on top of that in California is just near impossible. I wouldn't even bother eating. (laughs) Right? So I love to go out to eat. Restaurants were closed here for a long time. New York restaurants are now open. Yeah. So it, we'll say. it feels like things are slowly starting to get back to normal. Slowly but surely, yeah. Yeah. But are you guys are things opening? Yeah. Yeah. Indoor dining just opened again. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. So Sir is back open. Pump is back open. Next will be Tom Tom. And uh, yeah, thankfully I I don't have to get back to Sir anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> but thank you so much yeah, for so nice being to here. See everyone, so good to see you and talk to you. Do you have anything else, Jamie? I just want to meet you next time I come back I to Jersey. I'll, Jamie, I'll bring come Sheena. And meet and, me. and, yes, I can't come wait. Back home. I yes. want to go back so bad. I'm just like I miss New York. I miss Jersey. I miss the East Coast. I this is the longest in the last like decade that I. Haven't been on the East Coast. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I haven't, haven't been by you guys in so long. As a matter of fact, I got to make some calls when I get off the phone with you and check on my LA friends. Yeah. But I'm due. Well, let us know when you come out here. Yes. Too. If you I do, will. let us know. I definitely, definitely will. Thank you so much. This was a pleasure. You look Thanks, gorgeous. Guys. And you guys do not miss new episodes of Real Housewives of New Jersey every Wednesday night on Bravo. Thank you for Thank joining you. us. Love you guys. Love you. you. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Good luck with the baby. Thank you. Bye, Brock. Sheena Shay. Shay FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shay. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Thank you.